0: We will dive into how to make health, family, home, spirituality, productivity, and entrepreneurship more easeful. Incredible friends and guests will come by for inspirational conversations, valuable shares, and real strategies so you can plan for your best life. My name is Mia Moran. I'm a mother of three, a wife, an entrepreneur, a coach, and your host. I wear a lot of hats, and I am committed to leading a balanced life and sharing all that I have learned and am learning with you. You're ready? Let's flow. Hey, welcome to this episode of the Plan Simple Podcast. I am really excited for you to meet our guest today. Her name is Risa Gru, and if you are even a little bit passionate about good food and feeling good, you're really going to love this one because Risa is a functional nutritionist. And you'll hear in her words how passionate she is about helping women figure out the foods that will heal them. And she's also really passionate about the fact that you can love food and feel better. And these two things get so mixed up in All the marketing we get in our society, in our movies, in our magazines, on social media, everywhere. So I'm really excited, really excited to have her on. Rita is focused on prevention, root causes, and the looking at the body as a whole unit, which you'll hear is very refreshing And the other cool part about her is she's also a data freak, like she actually really comes from um, more traditional medicine, and she still loves the data. So she really focuses on using the data to help us figure out what the right foods are, each of us individually, and she does, she will share how different it is for each of us. So I hope that you're just going to love this and Really, hear that at the root of everything that Risa is sharing is her belief that the body can heal itself with whole foods, and the whole foods we're obtaining from the earth. And she really sees this every day in her office, she sees so much proof. So, she'll share all about this when we're talking, but I just think that. I just want to tell you that that's why I think everyone should listen, because I know that we can all heal ourselves. And the reason that we do what we do around here at Plan Simple is because we know that there are people like Risa that have so many people that they're working with who are getting all the data and hearing all the thing and not always following through. And we want you to be able to follow through and be your healthiest self. So I hope that you take what you hear today and really run with it if it resonates with you. And then I hope you know that we're here to help you really see that through for yourself. Um, That's what we spend a lot of time talking about within Flow365. So two announcements real quick. As this is going live, we're in the midst of work week. So if you're an entrepreneur, a small business owner, a mompreneur, however you want to talk about it, however you want to call yourself a solopreneur, then do tap into this week. We have brought in four experts. Actually, three of them are really for you if you fit into those categories. The fourth one is for anybody who is looking for a job. So we're tackling really what happens when as women we go invisible for whatever reason, lots of times because we're busy um, tending to families and tending to all the people around us. What happens when we're so busy that we Aren't living into our purpose and aren't being seen. And we're really looking at what it looks like to be seen. So, three of those conversations, since we serve so many entrepreneurs, are for entrepreneurs it's around writing emails how you could be seen on Instagram in a way. Again, that's really in alignment. We're always talking about balance and alignment around here and also LinkedIn. And then we're going to show you what it's like to actually implement what you learn in good company. So that is happening this week. So if you're listening to this, as it comes out, you can still tune in. And I highly recommend that. And on Thursday, again, if you're listening to this in real time, we are going to host a workshop about finding work and how to do that in a way that's different from what you think you might have to sacrifice um, when you go find a job. And so those are the four conversations we're going to be having this week and we're going to be implementing them. And even if you're hearing this a little late, come check out work week, you can go to plansimple.com workweek work um, because we will leave replays um, up for the weekend. And so you can check it out there. So that's work week that's happening now. And then I just want to prompt you to save the date. We get so many questions if we're going to host make December matter again. Last year, we hosted it at the very beginning of December. And we used to do it in November And we got so many requests to do it in November again, that that is what we are doing. So November 11th and 12th is our big event, Make December Matter. This is a way to learn how to retreat at home, really put your oxygen mask on before the holidays start. You'll dance and meditate and learn some amazing, hopefully new tools that you Might not have had before in your toolbox to really help you thrive during the holiday season. And then on top of all that, we will be making plans. So we will plan out gift giving and food and how you're going to, when you're going to work and when you're not going to work and what you want for your family during this time. And we have lots of teachers coming in to talk about everything from food to alcohol to relationships um, to astrology, so many different things to journaling, so many different self-care aspects that are so beautiful at this time of year. So that is again November 11th and 12th it's a live event on Zoom and it's just a, a really nice way to take care of yourself last year we did it for 3 days this year we're doing it for 2 but it was a really interesting last year because we got so many comments at the end of the day that like wow i thought that meeting from 10 to 4 was going to feel so long but i just feel so energized and so complete and so accomplished at the end of these days that I just, I feel like I can keep going. And that's the purpose of these days. So the sign up is going to come out real soon. I don't want you to miss it. So just save those dates, the 11th and the 12th. And once you can sign up, we will give you lots of reminders to come grab your, your space. All right. Make December matter, November 11th and 12th. And it's from 10 to 3 30 ish eastern standard time so that is what's happening all right you all let's get the amazing risa on the show hi risa i should have asked you to make sure that's how you pronounce your name is that how you pronounce your name <laughs> risa, <laughs> welcome to the plan simple podcast it's always good when we start off with some humor i'm um, yes. so excited to have you here today Thank you for
1: inviting me it's great
0: to be here Oh my gosh. Okay. So we are going to talk food and wellness and all the things that everybody wants to know about today. So will you tell us a little bit about just the quick version of who you are and why you're so passionate about helping women figure out the food that's going to help heal them?
1: Yeah. So I am a functional nutritionist. So meaning that I have been trained in functional nutrition or functional medicine, which we really work on four pillars, right? So the first pillar is that we're looking for prevention. Allopathic conventional medicine is going to wait until you're already in a disease state to address anything or help you. So we look at prevention. Our reference ranges are a little bit more narrow and they don't tend to change like labs do. And the second thing we do is we look at root causes. So why is it that I cannot lose weight or that I'm easily gaining weight? Or why is it that I'm having chronic headaches? Why can't I poop every day? Why am I having anxiety? There's always these root causes that are causing them. It's not because you have a deficiency in medication, right? Third thing that we work off is that we are consider the body one interconnected unit. So everything has to do with each other, right? So it's not a different appendage or organ or gland and you're seeing a specialist (laughs) for that particular organ gland or tissue. So, And the fourth thing that we do is we look at data. So I'm a real freak about getting enough data so I can make an assessment because everybody's different, right? And one diet doesn't fit all, and we shouldn't all be eating exactly the same way. And so we have to get data. So I order an extensive stool test to tell me what what the good guys, the bad guys, do we have any things going on, H. pylori, E. coli, salmonella, things like that. And then I order a pretty extensive blood test so I can see all nine markers of your thyroid, all four markers of your blood sugar, your inflammatory markers, things that we don't typically see on a regular routine blood test. Um, So that's basically what I do. I look at foundational issues. I focus on systemic inflammation, which is the driver of disease. And I focus on gut health because in my opinion, those are the two things that we should be looking at to either optimize our health or be hindering our health. So those are the two major things that I do. I have been passionate about food and natural health for as long as I can remember, even when I was a little kid. But I grew up in this environment where my mom was just always on a diet, right? She was always Mm. trying to lose five or 10 pounds her whole life. She still is, right? And it's, you know, these foods were fattening or they were bad for you or, you know, I thought, why is that fattening and it tastes good? Or, you know, I, I couldn't understand that, right? My grandma had the same language. I had a lot of that in my house with, nobody being really extraordinarily overweight, but everybody was chronically on a diet. So being a foodie and loving to eat, I was trying to figure out what foods are going to help me or hurt me. Or So I went down that rabbit hole and I am extraordinarily passionate. I have been as long as I can remember about good food and feeling good. I like to have my A game every day. I think most people do. I'm amazed at how many people come into my office with Feeling horrible day in and day out, and they still function. So, yeah, I've been doing that for a long time and I love watching people heal.
0: Yeah, it's so interesting that you just weave that story together that way because, you know, I'm constantly trying to figure out why it is that we are so hard on ourselves as women and like how to really motivate ourselves to eat well without the goal of losing weight per se, because I feel like that is shortchanging us, you know, it's really making it harder to reach the goal that we want, which is health, because there's so many limiting beliefs within that weight loss situation. Something about the way you just weave that together was really clarifying. So thank you. And it's so true. Like we, I think that part of that diet culture led us to believe somehow that suffering was good, or, you know, that it was okay to suffer and You know, that was my big aha. I was like, oh my God, like, why didn't anyone tell me that, like, you could feel this good? Like, that is something that we should be passing on to our kids and our friends and, like, everybody. Like, and somehow we don't, like, I don't know, we just don't do it because we're scared. I guess we're going to make the next person feel bad.
1: Right. And I think that it's really important. You know, I say to people, everybody I work with, I don't care what number you have on the scale. I just, I don't care. I don't remember. I don't, you know, it's a great, you know, it's getting paid for going to work in a lot of ways. But I mean, you know, we all lose weight in my office. I mean, I always say weight loss is a side effect of wellness, and I'm focusing on wellness. So I'm more concerned about the numbers on your tests than I am about the scale. The scale is just telling us that if we have a raging fire in the basement, right, of this body, there's a raging fire and you go to the doctor and they might give you a little squirt gun. You go, okay, let's see if we can get it out, if we even know that there's a fire.
0: But when I know
1: that there's a fire, I'm going to get a huge fire hose, I'm calling the fire department, right? And when we've got a fire in the basement, We've got somebody on the second floor going, hey, can you help me change the light bulb? And you're like, change the light bulb? I've got a fire raging in my basement. (laughs) That's what we're trying to do, right? We want to lose those five pounds or those 20 pounds, but we've got massive inflammation. Well, I can tell you right now, the body is not going to give up any resources when it's in a state of emergency, right? If you're very inflamed, if you've got autoimmune and you've got your cytokine storm going and going, there is no way they're going to go, oh, well, let's just go change the light bulb and then take a five-minute break from this fire. Like It just doesn't happen that way, right? We have to quell that fire. We have to put that fire out for your body to let go of those resources it doesn't need.
0: Absolutely. I love that. All right. So in terms of food, I know that, I mean, you're starting from these labs. So I'm assuming everyone's labs come back to you very differently, right? Because we're mm-hmm. not the same. Exactly. So I feel like, you know, one of the reasons that your mom and my mom and, you know, all these generations of women have been dieting forever is so we're just following like the latest fad, which, you know, may or may not be the one that's for our body. Right. So tell us a little bit about that. Tell us a little bit about how to figure out like how we should be taking care of our body as an individual. Like, what does that look like?
1: So, me, I've been doing this for so long, I mean, decades. And I, when I first started, I would have everybody come in and I'd put them on the same kind of diet type, right? And then I would say, oh, some people thrived on this and then other people really didn't, right? So I was trying to find out what is the root of that. And it took me a few years, but I realized that not every person should be eating the same way. So what I realized is that we should all be eating according to our current health status. Because mm. if we, as I mentioned, have a fire, if we're in a cytokine storm, we're in autoimmune, we have to quell that fire, right? Let's say that's not your issue. Let's say you've got IBS or you've got SIBO, small intestinal bacteria overgrowth, or you've got, you know, chronic diarrhea, chronic constipation, chronic bloating. I would not suggest that you eat the same way as somebody who is, you know, in autoimmune in a cytokine storm. That person's going to be much more reactive to things that are very common, like onions and garlic, maybe some cauliflower, broccoli. That is going to set them off. They're going to be extraordinarily bloated. They're going to have a lot of pain. And that wouldn't be something, those are health foods, right? Those are prebiotic foods. They're really good fiber foods. There's tons of nutrients in them, but they are not good for somebody with SIBO. Not until we get rid of the SIBO, right? Until that bacteria that's in the small intestines that should be in the large intestine is taken care of, right? Same thing with somebody who's got high blood sugar dysregulation. So let's say they're diabetes or they're pre diabetic or even insulin resistant, they're going to probably do well on a keto diet unless they've had their gallbladder removed. That's not the person I would suggest for, right? So we all have that story our neighbor, our friend, our coworker, our cousin, they lost, you know, 40 pounds doing keto. Right. And then you try it. Like for me, I tried it. I couldn't even get into the state of ketosis. I kept doing my urine stick every morning. I'm like, I <laughs> right? I had to have exogenous ketones to get into the state of ketosis. I still have my gallbladder. I've already done my labs. I already know if I have a hard time with digesting fats. I don't. So I could technically do it, but it just didn't really work for me. But I have people who come in here, you know, I test them in two ways in the lab and the stool test. To see if they have either sludgy, sticky, gooey bile and or fat malabsorption etiquette on their stool test. That is not the person who's gonna do well with keto at all. If you've had your gallbladder removed, I would say you cannot, you have a very hard time digesting fats. Being on a seventy-five to eighty-five percent fat consumption diet type is not the diet type for you. So I just don't believe, and these new books come out and say, oh, we should all be eating like this. And yes, a lot of people will thrive with that philosophy, but not everybody does. So that's why I created Food Frame. That is my methodology I use in my office with everybody. And I have seen pretty much everybody thrive. And my book, Food Frame, the subtitle is Diet is a Four Letter Word, because I don't believe in this restriction and this deprivation in this suffering, as you mentioned, we shouldn't be suffering, right? Women tend to use their weight as their currency, right? It's our beauty, our weight, our currency, but really it's just within ourselves, right? Men don't even notice half the time. And it's just this female thing that we do, which is crazy. I mean, it's 2022, we should be done with this already, right? So I'm concerned about health. Which is so interesting
0: because I mean, we've just met recently, but you know, my whole story was that I don't know. It's probably 13 years ago at this point. I'm trying to think about how my youngest is, but basically, I had three kids under five, we had built this big company, really had like checked off all the boxes of all my dreams. And one day, I just looked across the desk at this stack of coffee cups and was just like, "What is going on? Like, why am I so tired? Why have I not lost any of the baby weight? Like, what is happening?" And so I ended up on this. Journey. I actually call it my last diet because it was the first time that I like got testing, like understood what I could eat. And what I ended up doing was actually really hard if you like, you know, thought too much about it, especially as a non cook. But it was really actually easy because I started feeling well. And I tell people that the weight melted off, not because I probably lost 60 pounds in a week, but because. I just felt so good. And what I realized that what I was responding to before was the fact that I just didn't feel well. It had less to do with the weight and more to do with the fact that I didn't feel well. So like clothes didn't feel good. Like nothing felt good because I didn't feel well in my body. And I work with enough women that I know it's hard to convince people to do things for their health. So what would you say to that? Like, what is your thing? You know, I'm sure people come to you because they're ready to deal with their health but I'm Me sure you not. also have a line for those who aren't.
1: <laughs> well, and if you get a, you know, a few people who come in and say, I just want to lose, you know, 20 pounds before my daughter's wedding or, you know, something like that. And then we end up doing their labs and they realize, wow, I've got some other issues, right? It's not really the weight loss. That's just the side effect of the wellness or the unwellness. And so I think we're not really educated to look at our health. We just, and as women, yeah. especially I think as mothers, because I did this myself. You know, it was just the kids first, the kids first, the husband first. It was just always, you know, we came last. So, and occasionally, I mean, I'm working with a couple of people right now who are young mothers, really, really young, and they don't feel well. And they're like, no, 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 I'm taking care of this now, which I applaud them big time because they're not pushing this, you know, kicking yeah. the can for the 20, 30 years. But most people come in after they've kicked the can 20, 30, 40 years and say, you know what, I'm done. I got to feel better. and. You know, our paradigm here in the U.S. is we value what we look like on the outside. That's a very big value for us. And if we can look in and say, we're sick, you know, we have more toxins in our environment than we've ever had. And they're just increasing. We're about 2,000 a year. And currently, this is a new number. I'm sad to report the FDA has approved 86,000 chemicals for us to use. We're getting sicker and sicker and sicker. Right, it's in our cosmetics. Just recently, this is like two weeks ago, the EU, Europe has banned 1600 chemicals for their cosmetics. They will not have them in their cosmetics. And at the same time, the US banned 11. So we're highly toxic. So if we do not wake up and say, what is it that I'm eating, putting on my skin, breathing in, and if I don't really prevent that, you know, avoid high toxic load or do something about that toxicity, we're just going to get sicker and sicker and sicker and sicker and then we're just eating foods that are just not nutrient dense they're fake foods they look like yeah. the oldest food that we eat them but they're really not fueling us right and that's a huge piece so right. i hope that as women we can look and say we need to be strong right we're the foundation for this family we should be coming first right when you're in the airplane you're putting on your mask first that's what we should be doing is putting our health first and then feeding our children and our loved ones real food so everybody can thrive and survive, right? Right yep. now, the statistic is every child born today, one out of three of them will be type two diabetic. One out of yeah. three. If I have these graphics of the United States and how our diabetes rate is increasing and has increased since like the 1970s. It's un. Believable that we're all sick. And it's not about fat shaming. It's about when we have extra weight, when we have obesity, that right there is inflammation. Their inflammation is causing bad health and it's driving disease, right? So our insurance companies' rates are going up because we all have to pay for that. And our whole paradigm is really backwards. Yeah.
0: Okay. So tell us a little bit about. Your system and how we go about even figuring out what our food is, and I know that you do a lot with detoxification. So we just sort of start, like, just give us an overview of the process of how one can go from the idea of okay, no more diets, but I'm ready to get
1: healthy, and I just need to know the steps because right. I googled so this too many times. Is- <laughs> yeah, I love that. I love it. So the first step is let's get you detoxed. So you start on the RGN detox. It's a two week program, I do it all the time. And you're having collagen shakes because collagen is a really great absorbable bioavailable protein. And it's really good for leaky gut. It's really good for hair, skin and nails and cellulite and joint pain and all that stuff but it's really good for gut and it's everybody does well with collagen. And so in addition to the collagen, there's amino acids and antioxidants that help open up those pathways one and two for gentle detoxification. And then you're eating food. You're just eating very easily digestible food, hopefully without chemicals, but there's animal protein and vegetables and sweet potato and yams and good fats, right? It's not about starvation you're eating but you're just eating easily digestible and clean foods. So you do that for two weeks and while you're detoxing and yes, you're going to lose weight, but it's not a weight loss program, but women typically lose between four and seven pounds. I had somebody just lose 12 pounds the other day, but that's not typical. So that's the first process of just getting out all the stored toxins. They live in fat cells and fat tissues. That's why we lose weight. And while we're detoxing, we should be ordering blood work, right? I go into this in my book, What Blood Work? And I work with people all over the country, so I'm all over the world, really. So I'm happy to order that blood. And then stool test and find out what's going inside on inside. So I mention these in my book as well, but these are the tests that I order for people. And then once they finish the detox, they're going to feel amazing. Some of their symptoms, if not all of them are going to go away. And depending on what your symptoms are, how many you have and how sick you are, you'll get more energy and so on and so forth. But then we have a roadmap. Then we know, do we have leaky gut? Do we have fat malabsorption? Do we need digestive enzymes? Do we need anti-inflammatories? I mean, what process are we supporting? And then you can take the food frame quiz on my website. And it will tell you, there's only 12 questions in that, and it will tell you what diet type or which food frame is best for you. So the six that I highlight are keto, paleo, low FODMAP, low lectin, and vegetarian, and autoimmune protocol. So those are the six major ones out of all the Mm -hmm. diet types between carnivore and Mediterranean and all these other diet types. These are the six that I find most effective. Now, not everyone is a lifelong diet type. So if you're doing AIP, I recommend that for 30 to 90 days to quell the inflammation. And then I make recommendations after that. Then if you are on keto, I don't typically recommend that longer than 30 days, I'm sorry, 33 months. It's great for you. There's so much science showing that it's great for cardiovascular. It helps bring down those blood sugars. However, it's very hard to get fiber on the ketogenic diet, so it's something that I think you should take a break every three months, go off for a couple of weeks, and then go back on if that's where you thrive, if that's a good thing for you. Blood sugars are stabilized, and I would say hop off keto typically and probably do more paleo because you're going to still get that decrease systemic inflammation, that good increase of good gut health, and it'll help drive your blood sugars down.
0: So, will you go back to the detox for a sec? So I feel like. That was surprising to me, what you said that one would have in a detox.
1: So what makes a detox a detox? So essentially what makes a detox effective is the ability to open up pathways one and two and gentle liver detox. So like juice cleanses, I hate to pick on those, but there's no fiber in them. Right. We've right. extruded them days before. So now we just have really a very expensive, cute little bottle, hopefully, with sugar water in it, right? <laughs> with all the nutrients yeah. are really gone. You extract them and then they start to to deplete. So, you know, three days later there's nothing in them. But if you're extracting them right away, it's a great fast for your digestive tract. It gives it a little bit of a break, but you're not you need fiber to clom on right. to toxins and get them out the door, right? Anyway, so when you detox, you're having lots of fiber. I'm a big proponent of protein, fat, and fiber in every single meal. Those are the the raw materials of our fuel, right? That's what we need to function. So there's protein, fat, and fiber in every shake, and protein, fat, and fiber in every meal that you're having. We're taking out refined carbohydrates, we're taking out, you know, grains or refined carbohydrates. We're taking out processed foods, we're taking out sugars, we're taking out inflammatory oils which we commonly get at pretty much every restaurant you go to. We're taking out most fruits, except for a little bit of berries, because most people have some kind of blood sugar dysregulation. Not everybody, but a large percentage. So I'm trying to just not give the body any sugar. So it can regulate that. Yeah. And good fats, because we need good fats for the brain, for the muscles, for everything. We need good fats and then good protein. We need protein, quality protein.
0: And what's an example of good
1: fat? avocado avocado oil yep. coconut coconut oil eggs nuts seeds those are really good fats okay so, and how
0: about yeah. and what good protein
1: and will you include one that's plant based all protein animal protein is been tainted in our country unfortunately so i don't recommend beef or any red meat on the detox just because there's plenty of people who do the detox that i don't work with and if most people, especially 45 or older, they have, as we age, we don't produce as many digestive enzymes. So we have a hard time yep. breaking down food. And so if you're having any bloating or heartburn or gas, I would recommend a digestive enzyme. My enzyme max is great because it has all your pancreatic enzymes and hydrochloric acid and bile. But so it's hard to break down if you don't have an acidic environment. So chicken, fish, turkey. And then as far as vegetarian, I do have a plant based detox as well. But I'm not a big fan of eating too many beans and grains. That really is your best Yeah. So maybe some lentils and things. But, you know, I was vegan for a long time and I just saw my blood sugars go up and up and up and up and up and up. Yeah, And it's because I was not eating sugar. I wasn't eating any sugar. I was eating lots of beans, black beans and garbanzo beans and, and hummus. Yeah. And I would eat quinoa and millet and sort of your low carbohydrate grains. But my I was a tenth of a point away from being pre-diabetic and I was exercising and it was very odd that I just got a a new patient in last week. Yeah, that is diabetic and fully vegan. And there really is no other source of protein that's not filled with carbohydrates. So you're on a carb diet. And your blood sugars, just her blood sugars have continually gone up and up and up and up as she's been vegetarian, vegan. So if you're not vegan and you'll eat eggs, I would absolutely recommend eggs if you know if that's okay for you. And I'm not a big fan of cheese. We have so many growth hormones and antibiotics in this cheese. In addition, it's, it's a highly inflammatory food and it produces mucus and blocks up yep. the, the digestive system. So it's not something I would recommend that we don't have it on the detox.
0: Yep. Awesome. That's really helpful. Thank you. And I'm so glad to hear and tell, pass this message on that you don't have to do a juice cleanse to have a detox. And right. back. It's funny because in the times I've done it, I've had the opposite experience. I mean, if what I'm trying to do is extract. That's not what
1: happens to me in a juice detox. So, Oh, you're starving, right? Yeah, yeah. So your body's like holding on to everything. Yeah, right. Yeah. And you want to eat a horse, you know, or a cat, you know, a house really after you're done. And then it's just, what did you just do, you know? Yes. So yes. a juice detox for or a juice cleanse for a day, or a juice fast is what I call it, for a day is great. It gives your digestive tract a break, but it's not a detox. There's no way. Right. And
0: de- the other thing that I'm hearing you say that's very interesting is that giving your digestive system a break and detoxing are different, which mm-hmm. I don't know that's definitely, I think, important to acknowledge.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You need fiber to detoxify. It's like taking your trash out, but the garbage man never comes out. Just because you took your trash out doesn't mean the, you know, the garbage cans are empty. You have to have the trash truck to come and pick up your trash, take it out, right? Yes. So we need fiber to do that.
0: So in one second, I'm going to ask you how we can find you. But before I do that, is there anything I've missed? Is there any piece of advice that you always give that I haven't asked the question that's enabled you to give it?
1: Yeah. You know, I'm all about reading labels and being picky about what's coming into the building, right? Just read what you're eating. You know, your supplements have dyes in them. Our Tylenol has, you know, blue dye number five. I mean, it's, you know, we have A lot of chemicals, the average American woman, female comes in contact with over 200 toxins just before she's left the bathroom each morning, right? So you think about your nail polish, your shampoo, your gels on your nails, right? That's just constant chronic toxins going into your nail beds, into your system. So, you know, look at your sunscreens, everything that you're putting in or on your body, I would caution people to look. And get your labs done, see what's going on, don't play darts in the dark when you can't you know see the target, know where the target is
0: yeah, and random question does anyone's health insurance cover the kinds of labs that one needs to get done to really pay attention?
1: The health insurance companies typically not all but most of them typically cover the stool test that I do okay'. I'm getting- Pushback right now, but usually they do. I write a letter and it's covered. And then the blood work, no. Unfortunately, I work with a lot of doctors and I order their labs as well. If I order my own labs the same way I order everybody else's labs, I don't go through my insurance company because I end up getting a copay that's more expensive than when I if I bought the whole lab by myself. So got it. Crazy because there's a couple of hands in there. In the meantime, right? We've got the insurance company, and then we've got you know everybody's got their hands in. So I go direct to the lab and unfortunately we're not being covered for most of the time. Yeah. Yet.
0: Yeah. That's what I thought. I just wanted to clarify that for everyone listening. And yet, you know, what you said at the beginning about, I feel like you have a phrase around this about preventing our health versus what would you say about that? I feel like it costs more later. was basically
1: what I was to oh, yeah. say, I mean, right. When
0: we're not taking care of ourselves.
1: For sure. It's going to cost a lot more later and it's going to be very inconvenient. Yes. And it's, I would definitely prevent, I would, you know, do it now so that you know, and that you can take care of your family and yourself. And when you come in, in your fifties, we have a much longer list, right? And when we go through all of conventional medicine, we've now been on pills, right? And that pill covered the hole at the front of the boat, but then three more just popped up in the back. So we're running in the back of the boat. We're just covering those and we're just going to keep chasing the boat for all these holes, you know, just look at the root causes of why we're getting the holes, right? Yeah. Yeah, And
0: it's interesting. One more thought I'm just going to share with anyone listening that I've noticed is, you know, most people look at me and they're like, you eat really clean. And I definitely for a long time did fall into your vegan camp. And then I'm in my late 40s and hormones are just changing. Like my body is really changing. (laughs) You know, and I'm ready for the I've been saying this for a minute, I'm ready for the next level of health myself. Mm -hmm. And I know that I'm coming at it from a whole different place. You know, like my body's okay. And I know how I can feel and somehow I can accept different parts of it. Like the hormone surges, not feeling that great. And there's places that I know I can improve and it makes me so much less
1: judgmental about all the different parts. Yes. We shouldn't be judgmental towards ourselves or any other person, right? Everybody's got journey that they're going through and yeah, absolutely. Get your labs checked and look at your hormones. I do a lot of hormone testing. And it's really important. And women, you know, our hormones change all the time, you know, through our cycle, after our cycle, you know, it's a chronic thing that's constantly changing. So it's always important to just put those glasses on and turn the lights on and see the target, right? I'm not really guessing. I don't think anybody really is, right? Thyroid, get your thyroid checked. It's really, really important. A lot of people suffer from low thyroid and most doctors just test TSH. That is what the pituitary is producing, signaling if it needs more or less. But I can tell you nine times or maybe eight times out of 10, that signaling is not working. You could have a very low thyroid, but your TSH is totally normal. You could have antibodies to your thyroid, Hashimoto's, and your TSH is totally normal. I see it every week in my office, literally every week. So it's really important to check all nine markers of the thyroid and not just the TSH.
0: Yeah, I feel like
1: even if you have no idea what Reese is talking about, that's just such an important reminder
0: of the difference between functional medicine, I think, and regular medicine. Because, you know, and thyroid is actually a big one because all the time I hear people say, I thought something was wrong with my thyroid and then I went to the doctor and they said nothing's wrong. And that's totally true. Like maybe there's nothing wrong. And maybe we just, you know, didn't have the right test or it was a good inclination to go in and, and get something tested. So I think it's so important to realize Let's bust the myth right now, because I know people are wondering, how much does it cost to run labs?
1: so when i order a comp bio screen, it's got everything and i add c peptide our most stable marker for insulin and i order fasting insulin to see if there's any insulin resistance i also order a soluble transfer receptor which tells us if you need iron or not because i don't give iron out very easily it's highly inflammatory if you don't need it and so that all together and that's going to show all nine markers of your thyroid all your blood sugar again the breakdown of your white blood cells we'll see everything in there that we need to see that is $298, so that is not that expensive. My copay is like 400 something if I order blood work, right? And then again, the stool test is typically run through the insurance company, at least I do, and 99% of the time it's taken. And those are the two labs I typically start with. If I see a bacterial pattern in your blood test, with your white blood cells, I might order an Epstein Barr virus, or if there's anti-gliadin shows up, I'm going to do some further testing to to rule out celiac or leaky gut or things like that. So, but yep. those are the new major tests. So for less than three hundred dollars, you can find yep. out. And then we can add on Amazing. your hormones as an add-on. Those are add-on things, but yeah, it's not that expensive, right? Yeah, I had a feeling
0: I was taking a chance because I had no idea what your answer was going to be. But I had a feeling it wasn't as bad as, you know, some people were probably making it out to be in their heads. Yeah. All right. So Risa, tell us how we can find you.
1: Yeah, so my website is RisaGrewNutrition.com. R-I-S-A-G-R-O-U-X Nutrition.com. And that's where I am on Facebook and TikTok and Instagram. I do a lot of informative videos constantly. So I'm on there. My book is also on my website, as well as my new course that was just released called Achieving Optimal Thyroid Health. I am super proud of that course. I put everything I know into it. And I know a lot about thyroid being a Hashimoto's person myself. I'm 10 points away from reversing it myself. I just ordered my lab, so we'll find out soon. And then you can, all my product, my detoxes on that, all my supplements and my yummy collagen bars and all that stuff is all on my website at Recycreen Nutrition. And we are offering your audience a 10% off detox. Amazing.
0: Yeah. We'll put the link in the show notes. Yeah. And we'll share it on social media when this comes out. So
1: awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Oh my gosh, this was fun. Good. I hope you learned something.
0: At the end of every episode, we always share three doable changes because as you probably know, if you've been a listener around here for a while, I really do believe that action is where real change comes from. But here's the thing. Very often, when we're ready to take action, it's because we have a really big change that is coming through us and we're really wanting to make happen in our lives. And so, we associate that desire for big change with big action. But here's the thing I've seen over and over again it really is the little things that add up when it comes to action. And so, in every episode, we always pull out three doable changes so you can take really your next doable step, and make this thing happen, in this case, get you a little bit healthier. So I do choose three doable changes, because I want you to have some choice, I want you to practice tuning into to your intuition and what resonates most with you right now, so that you can choose one. Really, you just need to take one step a week, and really choose this doable change and fit it into your days into your life, into your morning, into your night, wherever it works, whatever the change that will change from doable change to doable change, but make it work for you. And if you can do that one thing at a time each week, think of it, by the end of a year, you'll have 52 different things that you have folded into your life to create change. All right, here is doable change number one from my conversation with Risa check out different food frames. So this is her lingo. So have you ever tried a diet because somebody else had good results with it? I know I have. The thing that Risa really drove home today is that we're all so different. She never advises anything without testing somebody. So check out the different food frames based on your specifics. Try the food frame quiz quiz on Risa's site, and that might help you figure out what your food frame is. And you can also do that by checking out her book. All those links are in the bio. So if you're interested in thinking about what it is that you want to eat and how you can eat in a way that's alignment with your body, this might be a great thing to experiment with for a week and find the one that resonates most with you. Now, notice you could spend a whole week on the doable change of figuring out which one works best for you, really being in alignment with you, and then implement that in the next week. That's how we build doable changes. Number two, get tested. So if you don't want to make this up for yourself by taking quizzes and reading books, you can simply get tested. Testing gives so much data that can help determine why we aren't feeling great and what foods might help us feel better. I'm a big, big believer in functional medicine and testing. So functional medicine can give you a lot more information, by the way, than conventional medicine, just because they're testing for more things. And they're not really testing for what's wrong. They're testing for different markers to see things like what foods might be helpful for how you're feeling. And the test they just provide, sorry, I'm losing, I'm getting tongue twisted today. Um, The tests provide different kinds of details to really help us map out our foods and our supplements and what will really help us feel our best. And I've gotten testing in mainstream medicine, and I've gotten testing using a functional doctor and getting tested through that. And I can tell you, it's a very, very different experience. So I highly recommend that. And it's funny, you know, it's not, always or usually covered everything by insurance, although Risa assured us today she has some ways. Um, In my experience, it hasn't always been covered, but it's more reasonable than I would have thought, especially for the results that I get from implementing the changes once I have that data. Okay, number three, check your labels. This is a fun one to spend a week doing, and it doesn't have to do with you becoming a scholar or going and getting some blood tests. So look at your cosmetics, shampoo, sunscreen, food. What are you putting on your body? And where can you get a little cleaner? We put so much pressure on ourselves for the food piece, and we forget that there's all these other things Things that go into our body, just not through our mouth. So if going through all those things feels daunting... Pick one area to focus on. That could be your doable change for this week, and then next week you can pick the next. And really, you can just start with awareness and then decide what you can cut out and what you can replace with something with fewer toxins. So I did this last year. I did it first with our cleaning supplies. Actually, a few years ago, I did it with sort of my face products, Um, and it's so empowering to just feel the awareness of all the things that you're ingesting when you don't even know that you're ingesting it. Um, so I still have a ways to go, but it, it's it really is empowering to feel that nothing in your home is fighting what you're putting in your mouth. So I hugely recommend the label one. All right. Those are our three doable changes for this week. We are shifting into Talking about health, we'll talk a little bit more about all the other areas too in coming weeks, but we have a few episodes for you that are really focused on food and wellness and health um, because as we, in October, we are in work month in Flow 365. If you're listening to this in real time, you can still come join us for work week, which is such a fun experience. If you're an entrepreneur, a solopreneur, a mompreneur, a small business owner, whatever it is that you call yourself, um, this will be your way to focus on some marketing. And if you happen to be a woman who is looking for a job that's really in alignment with who you are as a mother. Uh, We also have a great talk for you on Thursday. So don't miss out on the work week stuff because that's a lot of, of free experience for you to really understand how we think about here and you can take that into your future weeks and into 2023. All right, but we are shifting here also in November to be talking more about food and wellness. Our big event, Make December Matter, is coming up in mid-November, November November 11th and 12th to be exact. It is two full days. It's 10 to... I think it's 10 to 3 p.m., 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Eastern time. So you do the math for you two days in a row. You can come to pieces of it. You can come to the whole thing. It is free. There will be a way to upgrade to access after. But this event is, it really is life-changing. I get the most emails, comments, when are you doing this again? Last year we ran it a little bit later and I got a lot of feedback. So this week we're this time we're doing it weeks before the American Thanksgiving. And the idea is that you plan for your holiday season and you really Love those last six and seven weeks of of this year. And you have tools to use to help you love them. And you're going to plan for them at the event. And you're going to get some great ideas around food and tools like tapping. And we're going to have an astrologer. So many fun things to just that you can pull on throughout the holidays. We're going to talk about relationships. We're going to talk about gift giving we are going to talk about alcohol consumption i mean there's just so many topics that we're going to cover and the whole the way that i run our events especially this one, is that it's a full day. So you're learning and you're also moving and you're giving time to mindfulness and meditation and you're planning. So by the end of our time together, you have not only have you had this really restorative moment, but you also have a plan in hand for your next few weeks that will really carry you and your family and maybe your work forward. Um, in a beautiful way. So I'm so excited for that. So again, we're going to be sharing how to get in on that soon. But for right now, just look at your calendar and see if you can like figure out how to make yourself available on the 11th and the 12th, because this is a really fun one. And it's a great way to learn how to really retreat from your home. All right. So that's all I got for today. I'm going to see you on the next episode of the Plan Simple Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you know a woman who wants a little more simple and a lot more flow, share this episode and send them over to the Plan Simple website to download our free course. And if you can find a five minute window today between meetings in the carpool line while you're eating your lunch, head on over to iTunes and leave us a review. This one action plays such a big part in helping other women find us. And I have so much gratitude for you in advance. So thank you so much until next week, dream big, plan from your heart and have a great day.